New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support. It is only through a change in human consciousness that the world will be transformed. The personal and the planetary are connected. As we expand our awareness of mind, body, psyche, and spirit, and bring that awareness actively into the world, so also will the world be changed. This is our quest as we explore new dimensions. At some point in our lives, we all seek to improve our moods, heal our bodies, and reach our goals. Guided imagery audio programs can assist and reduce symptoms of those dealing with physical and mental health issues, as well as situational challenges. Guided imagery can provide powerful ways to alleviate distress, reduce anxiety, promote restful sleep, and enhance surgery outcomes. It can improve peak performance, resilience, mastery and creativity and today we'll be speaking with one of the pioneers of such programs Belaruth Napperstek. Belaruth Napperstek is a psychotherapist, author and guided imagery pioneer. She along with George Klein launched the Health Journeys guided imagery audio series in 1991. Since then, this audio library has expanded to include over 250 carefully curated science-based meditations that target a wide range of physical and mental health conditions. Many major medical institutions, departments of corporate human resources, and wellness centers provide this content to their members. Some of these organizations include Kaiser Permanente, Johns Hopkins, the U.S. Veterans Health Administration, the Mayo Clinic, Blue Shield of California, Progressive Insurance, the U.S. Armed Services, and many more. So join us for the next hour as we explore the health benefits of guided imagery with our guest, Belaruth Napperstek. I'm speaking with Belaruth at her home by remote connection. I'm Justine Willis-Toms. I'll be your host. Welcome to New Dimensions. Belaruth, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so happy to be with you again, Justine. Oh, it's so marvelous to be with you again, too. I'm so excited to share with our listening audience once more your wonderful programs and just what they're all about and how they can help us to be uh, more healthy to approach our health problems and our health challenges and our mental stress challenges, our sleep challenges, all sorts of things. So, first of all, I would love to go into a little bit of your background. And if you could take us back to those early days when you first uh, were thinking about this, uh, 
in I'm just wondering even what gave you the idea? Uh, <laughs> how did you get into it in the first place? Well, I've always been intrigued by what the mind can do. Uh, I always had a suspicion that we weren't quite taking advantage of everything, all the equipment we had. Uh, and in keeping with that, I took a course in hypnosis. Oh, actually, probably my first experience with any of this was childbirth exercises, where you basically hypnotized yourself and um, it got got through labor that way. And it did sort of amazing things with time and focus, and it was wonderful. Anyway, there were these three fabulous lunatics who came to Shepherd Pratt and taught Ericksonian hypnosis. And uh, they were just the most dazzling teachers uh, because they were so creative and completely were using all these, these techniques that basically messed with your brain and all kinds of things would pop in. So I, I, was fascinated with that, and I learned a lot from them. Gosh, can I remember their names? Um, Charlie Citronbaum, Mark King, and somebody else. Anyway, they were fabulous. So, so uh, in keeping with that, we moved to Cleveland, Ohio. My son, my currently 51-year-old son, who at the time was like 14, uh, saw a tape in a bookstore called Win at Sports. And he listened to this thing. And uh, he had sports issues. He was a brilliant pitcher with a fabulous knuckleball, but he had flat feet and he couldn't run to scoop up grounders. So he comes down the stairs about three weeks later after dealing with this tape, and it was a cassette tape. And he says, Ma, I think I'm running better. And I said, really? Give me that tape. Anyway, I listened to the tape, and lo and behold, it's all this Ericksonian technique, this wonderful hypnotic stuff. Uh, I recognized it immediately. It was actually a tape by a guy named David Illig, who still sells that tape. He calls it something else. But anyway, so... I thought, gee, this is fabulous. And uh, sure enough, he really, it did improve him. So I started, I got very interested in just making individualized tapes for some of the clients in my private practice who were getting either, they felt they were getting bogged down. They, they actually were just getting plateaued off while they were consolidating some growth and learning, but they were getting discouraged. So I started making them individualized tapes. And that's when the real game changer client came in, this feisty little outrageous woman with breast cancer who instructed me that she wanted a tape for her breast cancer. And I said, well, wait a minute, I'm making tapes for people's psychological issues. I know that stuff and I know them. I don't know anything about about your your breast cancer. And she said, well, don't worry about it. Um, according to my oncologist, I've only got six months to live anyway. So you're not going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, I still don't know what to put on your tape. 
And her response was, because she was a very bossy lady, her response was, don't worry, I'll tell you what to do. <laughs> and she did. She did. She, um, she had some wonderful images she wanted me to put on her personal ice tape. One of them was of her, her father, who, whom she adored, her late father, uh, walking with her as a little girl on the beach. And uh, just in just feeling that just the world was a perfect place. She was with her beloved father. She could, and we did a lot of sensory imagery, which is key to getting the body engaged. You know, it's like the sensations are are the language for the body. So she had, she could remember the feel of her little little hand in his big warm hand as he walked with her and the sound of the seagulls swooping around and making those wonderful sounds and and the waves lapping at her ankles and the sand squishing between her toes the works but mostly the memory was of feeling like she died and went to heaven because there she was with her father Mm. Uh, and she had them all to herself so that was that was it turns out that research tells us that kind of imagery which sort of generates all kinds of feelings of lovingness and um and connection that's going to elevate immune function. So but but she didn't know that. She just knew that's what she wanted on her tape. Uh another another image she wanted was of her mother who was a ferocious cleaner of things. She didn't particularly like her mother and that she had special powers. And she imagined her mother vacuuming the cancer out of her body and with, with a vacuum cleaner with a, this, this ferocious set to her jaw, um, the, the, you know, this warrior against dirt. So, that also turns out to be an important kind of imagery that can be very useful. A powerful figure with special superpowers, you know, doing what they do to combat your your uh, cancer. You just gave us a, a wonderful imagery of how these kinds of um, well-guided imagery can help us. I mean, it takes us, as you say, it's very sensory. And her father took her hand, and then you, when you're feeling this, and your maybe eyes are closed, and well, how does it work? Okay, like if we if we're going to tap into it, and we're going to listen to one of these, um, what is your recommendation? How should we go about actually listening to to one of these guided imageries? Well, I mean, if if you already know what you want to listen to, I mean, one one pl- good place to start, even before that, is to just listen to a bunch of sound samples, which are available on on any um, Google uh, or YouTube video, uh, and you just basically pick a voice that you feel comfortable with, or you pick a style, pick a pick a pacing. But if you already know what you want. Then you just find a comfortable place. Uh, don't feel like you have to have the full, whatever it is, 20 minutes of an audio, because any bit that you can do is worth it. So if you've only got five minutes, take five, but do it. And then basically what you want to do is not be interrupted, preferably. Some people have to go out 
out of their house into their cars and lock the doors <laughs> to get that, but whatever it takes. And, uh, and just try to listen as often as possible. Uh, once or twice a day for, uh, for a couple of weeks is going to make a big dent. Some people will feel the difference. Quite a few people will feel the difference immediately after one listen. In doing that, do um, do we have to have some sort of belief system, uh, like um, to feel like we have to uh, believe uh, believe something or or have a psychic abilities to do the special abilities? Do we need any of that for the, nah. this to work? Nah, I mean it ha- it's nice if you think it's going to work. You'll get a little placebo buzz off of that but no you don't need that at all you can have a just a skeptical willingness to give it a try and believe me a lot of people that's what they've got they it's like "Eh, i think this is ridiculous but i'll give it a try that's fine so just just say okay i'll try it out and that's it and go for it and i'll never do it again (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I that's I think a, a Buddhist precept to 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 try it and if it works great if it doesn't that's fine too. So I want to remind our listeners that I'm here with Bella Ruth Napperstick and she is the um creator of Health Journeys guided imagery series um which as I said in the intro this has like more than 200 different ones that cover so many uh, subjects. Um, So if you want to know more about her work, you can go to her website, healthjourneys.com, healthjourneys.com, or you can get there through the New Dimensions website, newdimensions.org. I'm Justine Willis-Toms. You're listening to New Dimensions. I'm here with Bella Ruth Napperstek, and she is the creator of Health Journeys Guided Imagery series of programs um, that are available through many, many hospitals and many healthcare centers, so people can tap into it in many ways besides her website, healthjourneys.com. So let's talk about some of the various applications you know, right now, we're in the late spring of 2021, and 
the world is here in the U.S. is starting to slightly open and that we're kind of coming out of our cocoons or our caves and and starting to participate out in the world. But this has been a time of, of chronic stress, I think, a lot of stress. This pandemic of this past year has uh, caused an enormous amount of chronic stress. And I'd love for you to talk about that and talk about what what help might be there in guided imagery for chronic stress. Yes, unfortunately it was a it was a year where our reach expanded because people needed just emotional support. Uh, there was so much sense of feeling alone and um, really frightened and depressed and trapped and all of it. So uh, we actually started just putting up a free guided imagery uh, on a on a rotating jukebox that people could just test out and try. We had a lot of free pages for first responders and people in the emergency room, especially those early days when people got so just hammered by this. But but it, it is a wonderful way to afford people a sense of strength, mastery, control, because this is something where you basically become the master of your mood. You can, you can choose where, when, and how you want to do this. And fortunately, digital technology now makes it so easy to be generous. I mean, it doesn't cost us a whole lot to donate a streaming page. We built one for the Minnesota National Guard when they were being so strained. Um, We built one for a group of Marines. And by the way, you'd be surprised at who likes this stuff. (laughs) It's not who you think necessarily. But but anyway, so we had a wonderful time, uh, you know, creating these streaming devices for different groups of people who really, and all they, they didn't have time. They had no time, but anybody has three minutes to sort of ground themselves and get, get some kind of centeredness back in the midst of chaos. And uh, so we, it was both good for people who were really trying to respond to the crisis and for people who were just at the effects of it, stuck at home, feeling, you know, sort of just a lot of despair and fear. That's great. I'm also thinking you've done work, let's say, if someone has um, some sort of invasive illness, let's say cancer or something like that, um, or they have fibromyalgia and they're just constantly in pain, uh or arthritis, or whatever it is, we might look at our bodies and as our bodies are betraying us, our bodies are attacking us, and we've got to fight against this and so forth. You have a very different approach for that, and I, I'd love for you to share your thinking and your experience of that. I, I think of my, my body, as imperfect as it is, as my oldest buddy and steadiest companion. And uh, 
you know, I, I recently had a hip reconstruction and I, I think the attitude that I had towards this repurposed muscle that, you know, it was in, in complete identity confusion. It was muscle that came from my gluteus maximus, some muscle that came from my IT band. A crazy pulley was constructed with this to replace a completely missing um, uh, gluteus minimus and medius. Anyway, that's much too much physiology. But the longs, in in short, I would do my exercises, and as I was doing them, I'd put my hand over my hip and just say, "Come on, guys." I know this is a new job and you're not used to it, but you're going to love it. You're going to love being my, my hip muscle, even though you were someplace else. So just work with me here, people. Work with me. And I think that's what we want. We want an alliance with our bodies. We want to appreciate the fact that they've done the best they could, that are these bodies of ours have stuck with us at least to date. You know, they put up with our abuse and our neglect and our bad behaviors, and uh, God bless them. And we, we're just going to try to engage them to help us help us along. And, you know, and as you get older, of course, there's more cause for uh, in, enlisting them to help out. Exactly. Boy, is that the truth? Because I I want to reveal to our listeners um, that I recently had a total shoulder replacement uh, surgery. And I, I was concerned about it because um, when you do that, you some kind of surgery like that, you're totally under. They put you, you're totally out. In with uh, an anesthetic, and you're 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 at the mercy of of the doctors and all those who attend. And that for me, I I had concerns about that. And would I wake up? How good would this be? So I tapped into your. Uh, you have the, the a pre-surgery guided imagery. And so I tapped into that, and I listened to that over and over and over, days before the surgery. And I, I must say, Belver, that really calmed me down. So when I went into surgery, I, I felt a, um, a kind of confidence, uh, and, and I felt aligned with my body. I felt like my body knew, oh, we're going to do this. It's kind of got a, a little preview of, okay, we're going into this, and here's what it's going to be, and here's what I need from you. And I collected all my guides the, who have, I feel surrounding me. I, I collected whatever image that you suggested on that program. And so far, so I'm, I'm about... Let's see, a little more than a month in, uh, from the surgery, and I'm doing really well. And I think, it's, I think it was a total success, uh, and I, I feel that in my body. And so I'm really grateful for that help because to just do it on our own, is, it's isolating, and it's, we're very alone, so it gives us... Uh, another way to be going forward with such surgery. It, Any comments on that? 
Yes, actually, we did. We learned a lot from a study uh, with uh, quite a few, 335 surgery patients. Uh, this was done quite a while ago, but, but what we learned was, first of all, that you really don't need to listen for something many times for it to make a dent, especially something that has a definitive date and that you're scared of. For all sorts of really counterintuitive reasons, people get totally involved in this altered state where they can really maneuver things within their bodies if they're scared. <laughs> the more scared or anxious they are, the better, the better they are at it. So what we discovered, one of the images, one of the suggestions, and it's really, it's, it's not even a full sentence. It's just uh, um, a phrase that says, you're imagining that, it, that the surgery is occurring and that the, all the staff that are surrounding you being very competent and respectful are saying, gee, uh, it's, it, it's astounding how little bleeding is happening here. Uh, which you want because it makes the surgery go smoother and it's also better for your health. So it turns out that the average patient in this rather large study only listened an average of two and a half times before the surgery, and they bled an average of 150 cc's less. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was, I mean, it's like, whoa. In fact, the, this guy who, who did the study, when he, t when he would call me and tell me this, he said, are you sitting down? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is amazing. But, uh, but as you say, there has been uh, scientific research uh, on this, that the power of the mind over the body. I, I think of one where it was in Japan where they did testing of people who are hypersensitive to some sort of wax tree, Japanese wax yes, tree. It's like poison ivy ah. in its impact. You know, you get these horrible blisters and it can be quite painful and disturbing. What did the research show? How did they do that? So when people under hypnosis were rubbed with a neutral plant. They were blindfolded, rubbed with a neutral plant and told it was this wax leaf that was so uh, allergenic. Uh, they would have reactions, something like, I can't remember exactly, it might have been 80% of them actually had some kind of reaction to it. And conversely, under hypnosis, when people were, were given the actual leaf that was allergic and told it wasn't, it was a neutral leaf. They did not react to it. Oh, so they were rubbed, uh, they were rubbed with the leaf, but they were told it wasn't the leaf. And so they didn't react. So exactly. it's just, so it's just pointing out the power of the mind that imagines what's happening. And that's the, that's a point. It was both ways. When they were rubbed with the actual poisonous leaf and told it wasn't it, they, most of them did not react. When they were given the non-poisonous leaf and told it was poisonous, they would get blisters. 
I know that there are many, many research papers about different things of, of this sort. So Some of them are really much sort of more straightforward and simple. Than, in other words, with diabetes, if you are stressed out, if you are, if you are activated and uh, um, adrenaline... Wait, before we go on with diabetes, we're going we're gonna to take a little break and we're going to come back to diabetes so you can say that fully. I'm here with Bella Ruth Numperstek, and she is the creator of Health Journeys guided imagery series, and you can find her series on her website, healthjourneys.com, or you can get there through the New Dimensions website, newdimensions.org. I'm Justine Willis-Toms. You're listening to New Dimensions. I'm here with Belaruth Naprastek, and we're talking about guided imagery. And Belaruth, you were about ready to tell us about a study regarding diabetes, which is a major chronic uh, illness uh, in in the country today. So let's hear what you have to say about that. Yeah, that, it actually this isn't even a study. This is just sort of the mechanics of how something like guided imagery or anything that would be deeply relaxing or soothing can make a huge difference. And yes, diabetes is just a very destructive condition. It basically, if it's not under control, it can really impair most major organs in the body. So basically, when we're stressed, the body has a lot of cortisol running around in the bloodstream. Uh, The cortisol creates issues with blood sugar. So it's that simple. If your cortisol is high, you're going to have trouble processing blood sugar. And what you really want to do is sort of keep your your blood sugar at a, at normal levels where it can't corrode organs, you know, because it hasn't been absorbed. So you do something like guided imagery that's deeply, profoundly relaxing, and really almost anybody can use it. It doesn't require discipline or training, you just press play. But that will shift your blood chemistry to such an extent that it improves the condition of diabetes, period, end of story. And so it's, you know, a lot of, you know, diabetes educators, people, um, nutritionists, people who work with the endocrinology of diabetes recommend something like guided imagery. And we have specific stuff for diabetes, but really it doesn't even have to be that. It can be just general relaxing. Oh, wonderful. That's wonderful. You know, another issue that many of us have, um, we're concerned and worried about, oh, am I going to have dementia or or Alzheimer's or something. And we really like, oh my gosh, I, I hope I don't get that. And uh, so what do you have to say about that? Is there anything that's helpful in guided imagery to help with that? 
Well, actually, yes. Darn, there's a new study that just came out not so long ago that I was just reading that spoke specifically to this. I don't have the reference at my fingertips. But basically, for any kind of um, cognitive decline or um, challenge, something like, again, it's counterintuitive, something like guided imagery, which is kind of a, a spacey process, will help sharpen the ability to focus. There are studies with people who are developmentally disabled, and there are studies with dementia and Alzheimer patients that show that using this technique will help with cognitive focus. It also, again, the de-stressing helps with cognition too, of course, because, you know, when, when you're, you're, you're my age and you forget the name of something, you know, you can, <laughs> yeah. you can, you can spin off into a, oh my God, it's happening. <laughs> you know? And that will, of course, impede your cognition all the more. So just the idea that you have this built-in stress control uh, is going to help with that as well. Oh, well, that's good news. That is good news. Uh, I want to tap into that right right away. <laughs> but they're, they're, they're also, it just reminds me, too, we talked about chronic stress, but what about, like, anxiety and panic? I mean, um, there's a lot of anxiety. You watch the news. If you get addicted to the news, it, it's it's set up in a way to keep you in a kind of state of agitation. So what, what would you say about that? Absolutely. Well, again, it's sort of like with that surgery study. The more intensely anxious you are, the more you will respond to a technique like guided imagery. It doesn't necessarily make sense to me, uh, but it's true. We have a lot of a lot of research to show that. So yes, these very phobias and yeah, intense anxiety attacks. It's a wonderful type. We do have something just for panic and anxiety, and it really is shockingly helpful. And you'd think, I think, I would think, uh, that if somebody's really anxious, they won't want to relax. In fact, don't make me relax. It's dangerous out there. I need to stay focused and alert. They don't. There's something about that anxiety that facilitates dropping into a, a deep altered state. Well, I yeah, I, I can see that because I know that going back to the whole cortisol stuff, if we're in a constant chronic state of that anxiety, it's going to start to affect our, our immune system, won't it? Uh, you bet. So, yeah, let's talk about the immune system and what we can do to buck up the uh, the whole body immune system. Yes, that, again, it got more finely attuned and defined with COVID because with COVID, you want to buck up the immune system, especially to resist acquiring the virus, Right. Uh, you want to have a strong immune system. But if you should get the virus, you don't want to keep that immune system juiced up to you know, major levels because that can take on a destructive life of its own. So we've learned how to modulate guided imagery so that 
you know, pre-COVID, while you're worrying about acquiring it, you, you can imagine yourselves being in a very strong position, very robustly monitoring the system. Uh, if you should get an autoimmune condition, including some of the, some of the responses to, to COVID, then you can use your mind to actually keep things modulated. There's a suppressor system that is supposed to go into effect that, that tones down the immune system once it's been hyperactivated, because that's not good for anybody. So I'm, I'm kind of thinking, Bell Ruth, I'm, I'm imagining as you're talking like a castle and like it's it's fortified, and that's like pre-invasion, uh, so to speak, and and so you're setting that up, and you're you're feeling really good about your defenses there. But once the wall is breached, you have to go into. Are you saying a different mode? You can't you can't use that same mode that you used to fortify and, and not to be breached. But once it's breached, it, some, something is different. Well, if it's COVID, you want to be careful that you don't get that hyper response that really can keep people debilitated for a long time. I probably confused the issue by going into COVID, but we learned so much about that particular immune response. Because you, if you have COVID, You've got to be, you've got to be modulating your immune system to fight the virus, but not get carried away and not take on a life of its own. So I'm, I'm kind of thinking. Uh, I'm imagining as you're talking, there's um, a relaxation that's going on. That's sort of toning it down and not, not going into this terrible stress syndrome then of some sort. It's actually more than relaxation even, Justine. It's, it's a, it, it, there are suppressor cells that say, nope, stop now. Tone it down. Time to tone it down. You get, you're getting too active. So your, your body really tells you if, if we listen carefully to it and, and imagine it speaking to us, uh, it has a deep wisdom. Is you're tapping into some deep body wisdom? Is is that what I'm hearing? When, it, when it's functioning the way the way it usually does. However, with autoimmune conditions, which can be you know diabetes, allergies, um, fibromyalgia, Lyme disease. I mean, there are lots of autoimmune things that, that really are. Uh, overdrive, where the body starts attacking its own tissue in, a, in an innocent attempt to be protective. And that's where you really want to almost override that process and, you know, use your, your own mastery of the situation to say, guys, you, we need you to back off a little bit, pay attention, recognize friendly cells from from dangerous materials and know the difference. This is the, the beauty of discrimination at its best, you know? Oh, beautiful. Okay, I, I, now I'm getting the picture. There's a way that you can talk to the body to be discriminating 
that which is harmful and that which is good because you can just kind of blanket, just kill it all, you know, bomb the whole village. Right. <laughs> you don't want to do that. Okay. You want to be strategic. <laughs> what is an allergy except basically a neutral particle that gets defined by the body as something that must be, you know, histamine to death. <laughs> and as a result, you end up with, you know, a runny nose and itchy eyes and not happy, <laughs> yeah. not happy. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying that some of the guided imagery programs that you have really uh, that focus on things like chronic fatigue or fibromyalgia or whatever it is that it really helps you be strategic and 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 yeah. discriminatory. It, with lupus, with rheumatoid arthritis, multiple sclerosis, all of those conditions are conditions where the body's attacking its own tissue because it just got carried away. Somebody gave it an right. extreme signal. And, and right. you, can talk, you can talk it down. Get them off right. the ledge. Right, right. Another big one uh, for many of us is sleep. Oh. Uh, that it's it's hard to to get to sleep. It's or we're not getting enough sleep. And uh, so, what what would you say about uh, the effects of sleep or the effects of a deprivation of sleep? Oh well, there's nothing worse. I mean, really, if you're going to maybe smoking is worse. I don't know, but not <laughs> sleeping is just the pits. And uh, it is funny how. You know, a good night's sleep, the older you get, the, a good night's sleep is just heavenly. It's like it's better than a good meal. <laughs> anyway, so, but guided imagery, again, has built-in capacity to handle the things that keep us awake. Because it's the, it's the tone and the music and the pacing and the breathing that basically are talking to the body and reassuring it that it's safe to relax, to let go. And there's enough, um, what does Marty Rossman call it? A cognitive recruitment with, with the content that has you imagining things or seeing things in a certain way or hearing them, sensing them, that will take your mind off the list of things to do. Oh, tomorrow. I'm right. Why didn't I say that? Yeah. That, uh, that brilliant rejoinder when I was getting right. trashed right. in public the other day. You know, all the things that keep us up. Thank you. Thank you. It's That's great. Um, I'm here with Bella Ruth Napperstek, and I'm Justine Willis-Toms. You're listening to New Dimensions.
I'm here with Bella Ruth Neperstek, and she is the creator and producer of Health Journeys Guided Imagery Program Series. And Bella Ruth, I know one thing that I love about you is that you are so inclusive. And when I went to your website, I saw, oh, there's Emmett Miller, and he's been a, a longtime New Dimensions guest. And here's Bodhi Paksa. Uh, he also has been a guest. And Marty Rossman, and of course, Andrew Weil, and uh, John Kabat-Zinn. All these people have been... Uh, guests of New Dimensions, but you uh, acknowledge their wonderful work, and how how do you incorporate their work with yours? Well, you know, we we know that w- there's no one silver bullet that suits everybody. Some people want a man's voice or a certain kind of pacing or language, and uh, I just want to ha- have the best stuff for people to choose from, that they can sample and say, ah, this is the one for me. And uh, I just want to have it all in one reliable place where they know I'm not going to, you know, give them something that isn't very good. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Because as you say, the the tone of voice or even uh, having a man's voice or a woman's voice uh, might appeal to different people in different ways. And um, I think it's really important that you find what it is that works for you when you're tapping into all of this. There's another idea about how you work with the Veterans Administration and you work with uh, PTSD, I would imagine, and and other issues. So uh, tell us, how did that happen and and how is that program going? Oh, man, I'll tell you, one of the most exciting to me things that's going on is the the Veterans Administration, which back in the day was not crazy about guided imagery. It was not their go-to for anything. But they requested, you know, now there's this whole person health initiative. And uh, basically, they are making a guided imagery six-session course available to anybody in the VA nationwide who wants to learn how to use it, how to do it, or how to refer to it. So they asked me to help with that. So I've, we're, I'm working on it right now. It's going to be ready probably in the fall, we hope. 2021. Yes. Uh-huh. And it will basically introduce guided imagery VA-wide. To, and they can learn about it in depth if they want it. And there's a wonderful practitioner. I mean, I, I'm sort of like the the expert on the so-called canned imagery, you know, the fill-in-the-blanks uh, audio recording. But there is a practitioner of one-on-one guided imagery, somewhat Marty Rossman style, somewhat other people's styles, named David Gaffney. He's in Michigan, and he is fantastic. And he does live demos with different veterans. And, uh, you know, they just want to feel better. And uh, they don't care if it's an altered state technique or if a pill would do it, they'd take that too. But 
lot of veterans actually prefer not to take pills these days, and they are very interested in meditation, mindfulness, and guided imagery. That's great. Do you have anything for uh, Congress people? (laughs) (laughs) I don't. During 9-11, during 9-11, we ended up sending, again, I think it was cassettes, PTSD cassettes to whole congressional areas. But yes, no, they're (laughs) into it. And you know, uh, Tim Ryan, who is a congressman from Ohio, he, and we've had him on the program. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love Tim Ryan. Yeah. yeah, he's a meditator. So it's it's not as it's not as foreign as one would think or as it used to be. I mean, I I think I've told you this Justine. In the old days, I used to have to uh get doctors who lived on my street to help me with this because no other doctors would, but they had to face me on the tree lawn tossing the trash <laughs> on Monday morning. <laughs> you mean like you're going out to put your trash out to, for the the recycle people for the and and you you know you're rubbing shoulders and they can't just run away it's from you. They can't. They don't have a secretary to say, "I'm sorry, he's not available right now." <laughs> That's right. And as luck would have it, I had an immunologist, I had a, a rheumatoid arthritis specialist, an allergist. I mean, they were all on my street. And so I got a lot of help. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the way that you kind of got in when you were in uh, Cleveland. or No, that was Cleveland and in the 80s. when in you know, Cleveland in the 80s. Pretty weird. <laughs> and and trying to get uh, them to do all this East Coast West Coast stuff like in the in Central America, and they but they did it. Now it's really accepted in in so many ways. And um, so you know we've talked about successful surgery and the immune system. And there's another one that kind of popped for me. Uh, that you, it was called uh, stem cell therapy. Oh, that, yeah. What's, that seems like pretty new stuff. Actually, uh, that, that, that's been around for a while, too. But it was uh, in those days, there was more bone marrow transplant, less stem cell therapy. But it applies to both. And, you know, it's a, you can use these wonderful universal themes and metaphors. So, like stem cell, I mean, they... They take you to the point of death almost cell-wise and then build you back up again. So it's this business of death and rebirth. I mean, and, and you can take these wonderful themes and weave it into the imagery. And I do believe that when you use these archetypal themes and universal images, you do bring in, it's almost like the whole human race behind your your desire to heal with these these deep images. Bellaberth, what what if as we're listening to, let's say, um, other than the sleep one, <laughs> if we're listening like with headphones and we're lying down, what about if we fall asleep? Will it still work? Better. It, it, <laughs> it, it works better. I mean, evidently there's some... Uh, um, science behind it that you know delta the sleep 
the, the sleep brain waves that are around Delta uh, are slower and uh, that more absorptive of information. There's more, there's more receptivity, the slower the brain waves. So yeah, sleep is like ideal. If, and it's wonderful for people who don't want to do it. It's like, don't do it, fall asleep. That's <laughs> great. So we have your permission. Go ahead and fall asleep. Please It'll fall be asleep. even better. <laughs> That's great. Um, how about brain health? I mean, we're we're hearing so much about um, the plasticity of our brain, and 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 uh, so tell us uh, what can we do to for a healthy brain? Well, for instance, with the with the stroke imagery, we we can imagine the new connections, the or the compensatory uh, little ways that that the genius of our body has to get around a little stuck place. So yeah, I mean that plasticity of the brain. I mean we know so much that we didn't know before uh, that the brain really does grow and change. You don't have a limited number of cells, and it, it's like it's it's a downhill slide from the time yeah. you're born. But the other piece is the um, trans. The we can we can inherit the epigenetics of trauma, and we can heal the epigenetics of trauma. So that's another place where now that's what you're saying. You're saying like it's ancestral. You know, it comes. It can come through our ancestors' line into our DNA. We we can be born with that. Yeah. Is what they're discovering. Yes. So it can be undone too. So yes, that that is a stunning. So not only working with it psychologically, you're saying we can work with it within our actual physical body, our physiology. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you're yeah, yeah. getting Post-traumatic, at? Yes, post-traumatic stress is a full-bodied experience. It is not just in people's heads. Ask anybody who's ever had it. Uh, it is all over. Yeah. And that's the magic of guided imagery because it's not just coming at it and you as a psychotherapist, I mean, you know, you understand the psychology of all of this. But you've gone deeper, and now you're saying, no, the physiology of it, it's, it's the fullness of all of it together. That's right. And if you can use both you know, the, the language of the body, which is sensation, imagine sensation, and the language of, of just the thinking mind, which would be ideas, thoughts, and you can mix them together, and then you really have a powerful Perfect. Perfect. Bill Ruth, I want to thank you so much for being with us today on New Dimensions. It's been such a delight. Same here. I always yeah. love being with you. Thank you so much. I've been speaking with Bella Ruth Napperstek, and she is the creator and producer of guided imagery series and you can find this all on the website healthjourneys.com or you can go to the new dimensions website newdimensions.org i want to remind our listeners i'm justine willis thompson you've been listening to new dimensions 
This is program number 3731. New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. You can also subscribe to our free weekly podcasts and find over a thousand hours of audio dialogues in our searchable archive. New Dimensions is produced by New Dimensions Radio in Santa Rosa, California, USA. Our executive producer is Justine Willis-Toms. Our post-production editor is Lou Judson. For over four decades, New Dimensions has been producing weekly conversations at the leading edge. We sincerely thank all of you who have supported us by being members of Friends of New Dimensions as well as members of our affiliate stations. My name is Dan Drayson. On behalf of everyone at New Dimensions whose endeavors make this program possible, I'm wishing you well. New Dimensions Radio is an independent producer supported by listener contributions. To find out more about the program you've just heard, to subscribe to our free weekly newsletter and our New Dimensions and New Dimensions Cafe podcasts, and to access thousands of other programs in the New Dimensions archive, please visit our website, newdimensions.org. That's newdimensions.org. Or call us at 707-468-5215. That's 707-468-5215. Please join us next time as we explore New Dimensions.